Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Well, glory to God. We, I'm, I'm really excited about preaching this to you. You know, last week when I was getting ready to lift off, I said, man, I got to come back here. And I, I plugged it in, so I'm ready to go. And, uh, man, we're in April. Can you believe it? it seems like, man, I, I don't know. It seems like yesterday was New Year, and now we're in April. Glory, before you know it, to be Christmas. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Listen to this, though. I want you to look with me at Luke 22. I'm going to go real slow because I don't want to get in a hurry teaching this stuff, you know. So look at Luke 8:22, and we're going we're gonna to read this, okay, and we're going to go over. Luke 8:22. King James is fine. This is where the disciples got to a place of becoming afraid in their journey. And I think one of the most important things you and I can do when we see this is this, is that, man, sometimes I don't care who you are, you might get rattled a little bit, but don't get messed up. You know what I'm saying? You can get rattled, but just don't get, don't get messed up. Everybody gets rattled. Just don't lose it. You know, we used to call it, don't be losing your religion. You know what I mean? Get a little bit wacky with this stuff. But I'm going to pull it up on the big screen for me. Luke 8, 22. This way I can get in this thing. When it came to pass, on a certain day, he went into the ship with his disciples. He said, let us go over the other side of the lake. And they launched out. And as they sailed, he fell asleep. There came a storm of wind on the lake. They were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him and said, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said it to them, where is your faith? Ooh, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Where is your faith? Call. My God, that'll preach, won't it now? Amen. It was obvious, obviously their faith was not in their mouth. Now you got to start understanding, we're getting to the, we're, we're starting to get, to, I'm going to preach to you today, you might, you mean, you're going to hear some of this stuff, and we're going to try to get all this in. Where is your faith? Obviously it wasn't in their mouth. And it sure wasn't in their heart. Because the only thing that came out of their mouth and heart was fear and unbelief. They believed they were going to drown. They had more faith in the storm than they did in Jesus' word. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Words are your servant. You got to write that down. Words are your servant. You got to understand that. That word, now word, you got to understand this. Words work for you. You don't work for words. These are, this is the law of faith. Amen? So, you sometimes could have more faith. I'm going to go real. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ease. You see how I eased back in that? I'm going to ease back in my chair and teach this thing. I'm going to be, I'm real calm today. Okay? So, because I'm thinking. They believed they were going to drown and die, even though he said we're going to the other side. 
Now, I understand that this just doesn't happen overnight, this trust, but you got to think about something. He said, where was your faith? Your, write this down. These are billion-dollar nuggets. Your faith is found in your confession. See that? What are you saying? Until you start saying what God's saying, we ain't found faith. See what I'm saying? You got to say what God said. They had more faith in the circumstances that they were physically feeling and being affected by than they did by the faith of God who loved them. But they didn't know this. So you got to understand something. Every time the character of God comes into question, so will the credibility of his words. Every time the character of God comes into question, so will the credibility of God's words. Because you're like, don't you care we perish? You don't understand God's character. If he said we're going to the other side. Now, I'm not going to knock these guys because I don't know how much they know. You know what I mean? They might have just been like, Jesus, this is my first rodeo. I ain't never been out here before. But you and I know better. We've been walking in the word. They didn't have the Bible. You got a word. Matthew said this, why are you so fearful, you of little faith? That's the key. Now, I don't want to get into little faith, big faith. We got in that Luke 17. We might even go there, right? But, you know, they couldn't go read Mark chapter 4 like me and you could and go get faith-filled. We can't read Mark 11, 23, 24, go get faith-filled. Hmm. That's what I'm trying to get you to see. Jesus got on him. He got on him again for not having the right kind of faith in Matthew 17, 20. Let's look at that. I was going to try to cast the, try to cast the devil out of that kid and they couldn't do it, you know. He said, you got unbelief. And look at this. And Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, verily I say unto you, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say. See that? Remove hence, mountain, and it'll go. Nothing shall be impossible unto who? You. That's, that's Luke 17. Remember Luke 17, 6? Go there. Because we talked about that early in this thing. But man, I don't want you to miss it. If you had faith, if you had faith, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say, on a sycamine tree, be thou plucked up, be thou planted at the root, and it shall obey you. Right? Everybody gets all size of the seed. It ain't the size of the seed, it's the size of the say. Okay? He's not saying the size of the seed, it's the size of the saying. They were familiar with this, but they didn't understand what he was saying. Jesus was saying, you don't need more faith. You just need to use the faith you have. By planting it and putting it to work. 
You see what I'm saying? He's like, speak to the mountain. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't talking to no mountain. We're complaining about the mountain. We talk about the mountain, not talk to the mountain. You got to talk to the mountains. And he ain't talking about walking out to Mount Rushmore and speaking to the mountain. He's talking about mountains or obstacles. So you got to start speaking to the obstacles because the obstacles are speaking to you. Okay? You don't need more faith. You just need to use the faith you have by speaking it. That is one of the governing factors of faith. We release faith with words. It's very important. Write that down. Beliefs must be released through words. Without words, they're not released. So you can believe something all day long, but until you say it, you don't release it, and until you release it, it doesn't have any effect for you. Ain't that, that's good stuff now. You see that? You got to speak it, man. So faith, now write these down. Principle one, faith works like a seed. He likened faith unto a seed. You see it? He tells on himself. Now, he's not telling, like, Jesus is not, like, being, like, um, hidden. He's trying to get you to understand the principles. He said, if you had faith. So he likens faith into a seed. So you could naturally understand how faith works. He likened, now watch this now. He likened, in Mark chapter 4, he likened the word of God to a seed. So he's saying, faith and words are like a seed. Well, how do you, what, natural understanding, agricultural understanding is, well, you take a seed and you put it in the ground. You must plant it to get the benefit of what's in the seed. How do you plant the word of God? With the words of your mouth. Where does the word of God go planted? Not in dirt like the earth, but your heart. You plant faith by speaking words that are based on the authority of what God's word said. Okay? Is that all right? I'll say it again when you say it again. You plant faith by speaking words that are based on the authority of God's word. What God's word said. That's what I do. I say what God said. Now, you, let's go look at it, because if you don't look at it, you won't get it. Look at Mark 4, Mark 4, 26 through 29. He's the same thing I tell you. So the kingdom of heaven. Now, he's explaining to you how it works. He said, see what he's saying? Now, you all you got to do is the, the Bible interprets itself. You don't have there ain't no big mystery what God said. So the kingdom of heaven is like what? As if a man should cast seed in the ground. He explains it. Now, here we are back to seed. He's, he's explaining the kingdom of heaven is sowing and reaping. Plant and reap. Reap, replenish. Sow, multiply. Seed. You can't, you can't, you, listen, just like you can't grow crops without putting seed in the dirt, you can't plant faith without words coming out of your mouth. Ain't no way to do it. So look what he says. So is the kingdom of God. Yeah, how's the kingdom of God work? If a man should cast seed in the ground. He's telling you kingdom principles. You see it? So is the kingdom of God. What do you mean the kingdom of God? He's saying this is how the kingdom works. A man takes seed, puts it in the ground. Look at 27. He goes to sleep. He wakes up. Night and day. 
and the seed springs forth and grows. He don't know how. Come on, you see that? How many times you been there? I don't know how God's going to do it. Don't worry about it. Plant it. I don't know how God's going to get me out. Don't worry about it. Plant it. And it'll grow. I don't know how, but it'll grow. For the earth, just like the earth, so will the kingdom. He's liking it. It's a parable. He's explaining it with something natural so they can understand and we can understand something spiritual. So, for the earth bring forth fruit of herself. Just like you put a seed in the ground, the earth does it. Just like the kingdom does. This is how the kingdom works. It's God's rule and reign. This is God's kingdom system. See, the kingdom of heaven does not work on earthly principles. Earthly principles work in the earth. Okay? The kingdom of heaven overrides the earth. But the good news about the kingdom of heaven is this. You get kingdom committed, connection, you will get kingdom results. Okay. For the earth brings forth her fruit in her season. First the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. See it? But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he put in what? The sickle. Because the harvest has come. You get the blade, the ear, and then the harvest. Right? Seed cannot be planted in the heart unless you speak words. Now, that kingdom was like a seed, right? You don't put it in the ground, it don't work. Gotcha. Same thing with faith. So you got a Bible, right? So say, say seed and say the word of God. Seed must go in the earth. The word of God must go in your heart. See it? Seed See, don't, you don't got a seed on the table and go, you go get in the ground. Can you imagine if I had like a corn seed here? And I was like, go get in the ground, plant yourself, boy. Get in there. No, you got to physically take it and put it in dirt or somebody's got to do it. Right? Guess what? Faith, you can't pay nobody to plant. You got to plant it yourself. Now here, you want to know something? This is going to mess you up. I just heard this in my spirit. You could pay somebody to give it to you and receive it what they learn. Yeah, you can. That's why that connection, that's my offering scripture right there. I'll supersede your life by you connecting. How are you going to do it? Easy. It's in me. Man. But you got to agree with what I say. That's why your life's only as good as who you listen to. Because if you refuse who you receive, if you, I don't know, Pastor Chris, don't know what he's talking about. Okay, great. God bless you. Have a good day. And you ain't going to receive the seed. If you receive the seeds of the word of my mouth and put them in your heart, you, I got people sound like me. They walk, they, they talk like me, they respond like me. I just had somebody the other day, one of the partners called and said, I hear you in my head. I said, good, it's better than listening to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Not in a weird way, but it's like it's louder because you got that seed in you. Ooh, can't, can't, can't do itself. Now, look at Romans chapter six. Oh, I'm sorry. Romans 10.6. Romans 10.6. You like, this is good stuff now. You people getting work. I'm, wor I'm word working you. Working you with the word. Romans 10 and 6. Man. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Right? That's fancy for saying, this is what the righteousness of God says. What's that? Righteousness of faith. Say not in your heart, 
who shall ascend into heaven. That's to bring Christ down from above. Okay? The righteousness which is of faith says this. Okay? What's it say? It says like verse 8. The word is nigh thee in your mouth and in your heart. That's the word we preach. Well, what do you mean? The word is the word is in your mouth and in your heart. Word is where? Mouth and in your heart. Okay, I'm down with that. Here's something you and me got to remember. Once we decide to plant the seeds of faith, once the seed is planted, you no longer have it. It's in the ground. Now, that's big. Leave it there. Don't take it back. Most people start this process of planting over. They pull it up, take it in. Take it. How crazy, man, this is good. How crazy would it be for me to put a seed in some potting soil, put it in the dirt, leave it in there, pack it down, and go back in and pull that joker up? And go in and pull it up. And go in and pull it up. And plant it there. Who by faith I believe I receive. And then three days later pull it up. And pull it in and pull it up. And put it in and pull it up. It don't grow. You got to leave it in there. It's not yours any longer. Once the seed is planted, you no longer have it. It's in the ground of the heart. Leave it there. Leave it in your heart. Don't let it get ripped out of your heart. Once you speak it, it's gone. Man. Once, man, you got to get there. Leave it in there. Believe you receive when you pray. Don't go back and dig it up. You got to realize that seed is the substance of what you desire. So that seed is the substance of things you desire. What things soever you desire when you pray, believe you receive. So the seeds of the thing you desire is, the, so, I'm sorry, the substance of the things you desire is in the seed. So in that seed, if I had a, like a seed, a big huge seed, would be my desires would be in those seeds, and those seeds need to stay in your heart and let them grow. First the blade, then the ear, then the full kernel in the ear. Watch this. Right? Because it's the substance of things you desire. Just keep praising God for it, even though it's not in your possession. Now that's big. Because everybody's like, well, I got it. You ain't got it. It's in the ground. Leave it in the ground and believe you receive. Because you believe that you received in the spirit realm, past tense, you shall receive. See how that works? You put it in the ground with your mouth, and then you go, I believe that received. Don't run around like the, I got it. Then give me it. No, you believe you received. Keep it in its right tense. Don't jack with the tense of faith. People don't understand it. They, oh, I got it. Give me it. If you believe in God for a million bucks, right, and I need some money, you got, I got it. I believe God for a million bucks. I got it. Well, good. Give me a hundred grand. Well, I can't. I don't have, the, then you ain't got it. You believe you received it, and you kept it in its right tense, and it's coming, but you ain't got it till it's in your hand. That's where they mess it up. They screw the tense up of faith, and then they don't know what they're doing, and they go like this. Well, I guess it ain't working. No, you ain't speaking right. 
When they told me in church, uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, you got it, all right. You got the Holy Ghost, but you ain't got all that. You know what I'm saying? Chill out until it manifests. I'm believing for an iPhone. I believe I receive. Until the iPhone shows up, I got it. I believe I receive. I believe I receive when I prayed. I believe I receive when I prayed. I got it. Uh, you ain't got it. Now I believe I receive when I prayed, and now I got it. What do I do when I believe that I, I thank you for that phone? Thank you for that promise. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, weeks. Thank you, Lord. I believe I received. Months. Thank you, Lord. I believe I received. Thank you, Lord. I got it. Keep it in its right place. It's proper tense. Why? Man. The seed is planted. You've traded, my God, and how said this day in my life, you traded faith for the thing you believed. Oh, my God. You traded faith for the thing you believed. My God in heaven, did you get that? I took faith like a store, like going to the store. That's what you did. When you go to the store, you gather groceries, right? You take on a cash register. What that joker tell you? You go to Publix, right? Whatever your favorite store is, you go there. Oh, praise be to God. They, they beep, 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 beep. You got to have money, credit card or something, right? You have to have the exchange. When they give you the amount of how much you owe, man. You, go, how you, you ain't got no money. You can't get them groceries. When you believe God, you settled it just like that. You, you're getting some steaks, some ribeyes, boop, some potatoes, boop, Coke Zero, boop, guy comes over there, 75 bucks. you like, here's my card, boop, done. What did you do? When you believed, you settled it, just like that grocery account. Amen? That's what you do. You settled it. I like that word, settled it. I settled it. I ain't got it. I settled it. You understand? You planted your faith. Don't dig it up because you can't have both the seed and the harvest automatically. The seed will produce the harvest. Takes a little time, some of this stuff. Leave your faith planted. See, this, that's a powerful statement, man. I can't just go running by that. You cannot have the seed and the harvest automatically. You got to have this seed, time, and harvest. You don't just put it in the ground and go, seed, time, harvest. Now, some stuff is miraculous, but we ain't living by miracles. We can't live off miracles, man. They come and go as God pleases. I ain't into all that. I live by faith and the just. God in heaven. I, I, I'm, I'm obsessed with the word of God because this is the stuff you got to learn. People don't want to talk like this no more. Church, our communicators. Pastor Chris, I don't understand you. You better understand me. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what. I told PL, I just had this meeting. This is good. I get transparent with you guys. I said to her yesterday, I said, we are going on TV. I'm going to speak this. We're going on TV. I'm going to go on nationwide. I'm going to go on worldwide TV. 
because people still watch it. And we're going to get a budget for it. It's easy. Going to go on worldwide TV. And I'm telling you this. And whatever media form I could possibly use, all this Instagram, all this other, there's a generation of people that do not understand faith. Like the forefathers of faith taught us from generations before. I am, I am basically regurgitating what, they, what those guys said. Because how are you going to outdo God? Where do you think they got it from? Ain't no copyright on this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you look, Brother Norville, Brother Hagen, teaching faith. Brother Copeland, teaching faith. That's what, that's what we're going to do. I told PL this. I said, that's what we're going to be. We're going to be like the Brother Norvals and the Brother Hagens and the Dr. The, the, the Brother Copeland's, and then God bless Brother Copeland's still here. And, you know, those great men and women of God that were there and, like, the people that were there preaching faith. And the generation that was, seems to be abandoned, uh-uh, I'm going to be the voice to a generation that, that right now might think they're abandoned. You're not abandoned. I'm coming to get them because they need to learn this stuff. And I, oh, let me hear you communicate about how to, now bump that, how to make it to tomorrow. Faith will make you to, to the end. You ain't got to just make it to tomorrow. You got to get promises. Glory to God, I'm going to teach faith. I'm going to teach this thing. I'm telling you right. We're going to call it, we should just buy a satellite called the Faith Network or something. I'm staying in this thing, man. Teach people faith. They love this stuff. How can you not like this? They say, well, praise God, Pastor Chris. This is not exciting. It's not exciting. If this ain't exciting, you ain't paying attention. That's how you do it. Man, I used to hate going to church, like, and not know how to do it. Like, I love church. Don't get me wrong. But I didn't like the, oh, how do you do it? Nobody tells you how to do it. And then you're like frustrated because it ain't working. Tell me what to do. I'll do it. I'm telling you what to do. Right? So check this out. When you believed, you settled it. Okay? Now think of this. This is big. Okay? Don't dig it up because you can't have both the seed and the harvest at the same time. Seed, time, and Harvest. There's a time period and the harvest. Most people miss it in the and the harvest time. See what I'm saying? They put it in the ground, but they quit on it because they don't see nothing happening. Leave it alone. You can't leave that grocery store with the money in the groceries, bro. Something got to stay. If you want those groceries, you got to leave the money on the counter. You can't walk. I got my money and my groceries. Then you'd be a robber. You got to have exchange. My faith, I leave it there. I believe that I received. I walk out. See it? I got those bags in my arm. I believe I received. I got to have exchange. You can't leave with both. Something got to stay in the ground. Leave your faith planted. Woo. Once you believe, you planted that faith. Don't you touch it no more. Leave your faith planted. Planted and confess the thankfulness of the harvest. Just leave it in there. Thank you. I believe I received it. And don't, I believe, I, don't, I got it. Then give me it. Nah, you believe you received. 
Jesus, Jesus told that Roman, that Roman centurion figured it out. That joker, look, look at this cat. This, this cat's working with a different kind of material. This dude was smart. And I don't want to hear him. Look at Matthew 8. Matthew 8. This guy, and don't give me this business about him. Oh, you know, he's a great man. He didn't even know what was going on. Right? He had somebody sick. Matthew 8, 6. His servant was sick, sick of the palsy. He didn't even know what was going on. He's like, maybe God can do something. But he asked. Right? Okay. Said, hey, Lord, my servant's lying at home sick of the palsy. He's tormented. Jesus said to him, I'll come heal him. Obviously, he brought in. See, Jesus had already entered in Capernaum, and there was a centurion looking for him. So he came to Jesus and said, hey, Jesus, my servant is home sick of the palsy. He's tormented. Well, Jesus understood that if he was coming to him, he might not have had this, the right language, but he was basically saying, can you do something? He said, I'll come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, I'm not worried you come to my house, go under my roof. You just speak the word only, my servant will be healed. He said, I'm a man under authority. See this? Now he starts flipping to authority. Right? He said, I, I say something, and it, I'm a man, I have soldiers under me. I say, this man, go, he goes. I said, another come, he comes. To this servant, do this. To that servant, do that. Whatever I say, they do. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said, what? He said, man, I'm telling you what, I've not seen so great a faith, not even in Israel. Now, I get a little wild with this one. Like, what do you mean great faith? This guy, this guy was like, he wasn't a multitude hearer. He didn't even know it was the will of God to heal. Because if he knew it was, he would have told us, he was told Jesus, hey, Jesus. He didn't even have the right question. God answered it, though. Jesus hears this guy, and he stopped, he preached a sermon. You got to understand, this guy doesn't even have a covenant connection. That's why he said, no, not even in Israel. This guy's a Gentile outside, okay? Now, check this out. Jesus said this. You said him, I'll come and heal him, right? Watch this. I like this. He's preaching this sermon to him. Look at verse 18, 13. But the, you know, he goes on to say all that stuff. Verily, I said, not seen so great a faith in Israel. I said to you, many shall come from the east, the west, and else, Abraham and Isaac, but the children of the kingdom should be cast out of our darkness. 13, boom. Jesus said to him, Centurion, go thy way. As thou hast believed, be it done unto thee. Woo! You better not get this. This joker come and show that Jesus, his servants, I don't know where, right? We're in, we're in, we're in Daytona Beach. The servants in Orlando, go thy way. Get on that I-4 corridor and go home, boy. Put it in normal day speech. Right? Okay. You ain't got no cell phone. You can't call. Like, what's the first thing you do in the car? You're like, hey, how's he doing? I just say Jesus, right? What'd you do? You'd be like, hey, 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 I just saw Jesus. He told me, go that way. You be whole. What's going on with you? How you doing? You know what we would do. You know exactly what we do, right? And, and, and his servant was healed in the self same hour. Ah, uh, you better get that now. There's a period of time. He said, within the hour. Somebody better pay attention in his church. In the hour. Jesus flowing. Man, hush your mouth. Jesus 
is flowing in an hour. Now, why did they put that in the Bible? I don't know. I don't care. Just get the mentality of it. He said, within the hour. Jesus said, within the hour. If Jesus worked within the hour kind of faith, I could put up with a couple hours. You know what I'm saying? You're so quick to second guess whether this is working or not. Jesus took an hour to get this guy healed. God might take me a couple hours. How many know we ain't Jesus? Glory to God. You better than Jesus, though, in the earth because you got greater faith. So he's like, ah, oh, God, Pastor Chris, you're blasphemous. I ain't blasphemous. He likes it when I talk like this. The centurion released his faith. He said, I'll go to your house. He said, I'm not worthy to come to you, come to my house. I'm not, you, you, I'm not that kind of man. He said, I don't, I don't, you just speak the word, it'll be done. Jesus said, I ain't even seen faith like this out of Israel. What do you mean just speak the faith? He said, I'll tell somebody to go, they go, and come, they come. I can see you're a man of authority. So if you say it, it's got to be good. Character. The centurion released his faith when Jesus said, I'll do it. He said, speak that word only, my servant will be healed. He caught it. He's caught. He said, you don't got to come to my house and do whatever you do. Just speak the word only. I don't know how he knew to put his faith like that, but he found it. I would have told Jesus, come to my house, straight up. Come to my house, rub oil on him. Bathe me in oil, you know what I'm saying, bro? I'd be like, if Jesus coming out, I'd be calling PL, like, yo, yo, Jesus coming over, you better clean up right now, right, right, right now. He coming to the house. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Woo! I would have not stopped him from coming to my house. Sorry, I would have been as bold as this dude. Speak thy word only, thy servant shall be healed. I would be like, no, come to my house and lay on the couch and chill out and stay for a while. Telling you, Jesus, let's just get some wings. You can hang out, chill, put the ball game on. You can lay for that joker. Steve's in the back. Steve got the palsy. <laughs> well, drag that joker out. You do what you do, lay hands on him. I, I, yo, the dude down the road, I heard he's jacked up. We'll invite him over. Jesus, have a party. I would have had him come to the house for a week. But that ain't me. You know what I mean? The centurion's like, speak the word only, thy servant shall be healed. I'm a man of authority. I don't know what this dude's talking about. Well, whatever, but it worked. Speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. This, he wasn't proud. He said, he wasn't, listen, he was not not believing. He was believing. He said, you speak it, it'll be done. He had already believed. And speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. You see it? He's there. He planted the seed and left it in the ground. Jesus said at that, what? As, it, as thou believes. Look at verse 13. Look at verse 13. As go thy way, go thy way. And in the going, in the going, woo! Go thy way as thou hast believed be it unto thee. Go, because you believed, it shall be. Um, did you see that? He said, go your way. Jesus told him, that's red letter, go your way. Why? As you believe, so shall it be unto thee. And in the selfsame hour, man, I like, I'm stuck with selfsame hour. That went off in me. What do you mean in the selfsame hour? It didn't happen automatically. On the way going, 
on the, on the way going, he kept that faith. I, I, I believed I received when I prayed. Maybe Jesus is looking at you, how you in the going. How, how are you in the going from faith? How are you in the going? Are you, oh, I guess nothing happened. I still got an achy neck. Oh, I guess nothing happened. I still got a bunion on my toe. Oh, I guess nothing happened. My bank account don't look, I guess nothing happened. Don't look like nothing happened in the natural. But the faith of God doesn't walk by what you see. It doesn't work by what you see. It doesn't do nothing by what you see. It only does by what you believe. That's how you know you got it. Faith, that is. Well, I got to see it to believe it, bro. You and Thomas got to see it to believe it. Stop looking. Praise be to God. I believe that I'll see you when I pray. Woo! I ain't got to see it to believe it. That's what you should. That's, man. I, can, I, can we go to Luke? I'm going. I'm, I'm preaching, so I'm going where I want to go. Luke 17, 7, and 9. Ooh, Luke 17, 7, and 9. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what. I'm not going to do much more than this. Because you, you get too much of this, and then I think I give you too much. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to look at my timer. I'm going to give you five more minutes. I'm serious. Because you got to meditate in this, man. I'd rather you take like 10 minutes. I'd rather shorten this sermons a little bit. Maybe I'll do that a little bit. Give you less material. And you just meditate on this and go over that. Like, oh, look at that scripture right there. Sit down. With the family. We should start like co-op church like this at night. I'm serious, man. You should all get together like, you know what you need to do? We need to start figuring this out. Like, we should be like, all right. If I'm watching, I got Grant with me, right? So me and Grant and maybe Paul and a couple of dudes are all watching this at the same time. And then we're going to like incubate on this. Like, man, okay, amen, boom. And then you take the last five minutes and go, what did he say with that? How do you do that? Like, man, did I get this right? Like, I plan it and then you, yeah, you put, oh, I got it now. I plan it, I put it, hold me accountable to this because a week from now when I'm freaking out, and I don't know what in the world's going on. Make sure I'm praising God for what I believe that I received. Let me stick that thing in the ground. Don't let me change it. I'm telling you, man, this is how you, bu you build this thing. We, they got Metal World. You know, your avatar goes to church. Bump all that. We need to have, like, we need, uh, God bless the avatar thing, whatever. I don't know nothing about it. We'll, we'll have an avatar. But you know what I'm saying? We should, like, co-op it and be like, all right, here's the 15 people I'm watching church with. And then we're going to bump this thing out and become accountable on this thing and get it. I don't know. That's a good idea, though. I'll tell you that now. Because you give them too much information, you guys are all like, oh, what's he saying? You got to lock in. I'm telling you, man. Church needs to be like this. You need to be Wednesday night. You need to be doing this. Boom. Talk, bro. This joker talking about going to a grocery store. How do you get that? You're right. You don't leave with the money in the groceries. Faith leaves the money on the counter and takes the promises of God home with it. See it? What's your life going to look like you start applying these truths? <laughs> you better not forget me. You people all blowing up, going to be doing whatever you do. You better not forget me. I'm going to tell you now, if you forget me, I'm going to blast you on social media and say, I taught them jokers everything they know. They're trying to forget me. Don't you forget me. That's funny, but it's true, right? Like, don't forget me. You get faith. Don't you forget me. I used to tell them, I used to tell them, I said, that's how I used to tell them when Brother Norval used to come. I said, Brother Norval, oh, don't worry about it. I'll take care of you, Brother Norval. And he used to laugh. And I used to say, I want to be like Brother Norval when you guys all become famous. I said, you could come fly me in, feed me real good, and, and give me fat checks. Hallelujah. Amen. I felt the spirit of God in that. You know what I mean? Fly me in, first class. Relax, calm down. Don't get so religious. I'm still preaching. Fly me in. Better yet, come pick me up with your jet. 
There you go, even better. I can eat, I can eat peanuts. You know what I mean? I can, it's good. You pick me up with your jet. I'm kind of liking this. Let me speak some stuff into existence. You pick me up with your jet. You get me, you fly me in, and then when you fly me in, you feed me really good, and then you make sure you give me fat checks. Hallelujah, glory to God. I felt the Lord in that. Amen. So be it. Amen. You know what I'm saying. Don't, don't forget. I'm giving you a little break before I hit you with this, because this, this Luke 17, ooh, this Luke 17 is deep. This Luke 17, 7 and 9 is going to mess you up. Okay? Look at this. But which of you... Luke 17, Luke, Luke 17, 7. But which of you having a servant plowing or feeding cattle will say unto him in the by and by, come in the field, go sit down and eat? Once you say to him, make ready me something to eat, and then you go serve yourself? After I eat and after I drink, then you eat and drink. Ain't that good? Now what do you mean? Words are working for me. That's the problem right there. A lot of people ain't letting their words work for them. You can state, right, Oh, man. Faith is the servant of the believer, just like words are the servant of the believer. Faith filled, well, I'm leaving you with this. Okay? You could, you could reiterate, reiterate this point. Faith is the servant of the believer... And so are faith-filled words, the servant of the believer. Right? The sycamine tree obeys you. The sycamine tree obeys the word. And the sycamine tree obeys faith. No master in the Bible, no master had his servant rest before he ever had what? Him serving him. As soon as the servant came in, he cooked meal. day. He's looking. Think about it in the service. You don't do that with nothing else. You ain't about to start happening and do this thing with faith. Faith obeys you. Words obey you. I got authority. What the king, what the what that Roman church is saying? You got authority. Who gave you authority over faith? Who gave you authority over words? Who gave you this position seated in heavenly places? Who gave you this spot to say and see? Who put you there? God put if he didn't want you to have it, he wouldn't put you there. But if he put you there, take your place. Glory to God. Say it and see it. Speak it and believe it and watch it come to pass. I promise you, if you didn't get something out of tonight, you better check your pulse. You might not be breathing. Glory to God. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for each and every person at the sound of my voice. Let them go back and run this over again and again in their mind to hear from heaven, implant in their heart, change their life, transform their future, and let them see faith like never before. Let us see it and say it. Believe it and receive it and see the future harvest of it come to pass in every area of our life. Father, I thank you for watching over them and keeping them. Bless them. And until we meet again, God, let them walk in supernatural faith like never before. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Praise the Lord. Hey, guys, don't forget, big weekend, right? I'm looking at the calendar as we go. We have our outreach this weekend to go reach out for Easter. Do not forget details are coming to you every week at church they'll put some stuff out we got a lot of stuff going on get the relevant fl.org grab it check it out we're going to be having our easter outreach we're going to be going into community sharing the love of god getting people ready because you know what we're getting ready for easter on the 17th now listen 
That'll be the sat. That'll be that that Saturday before because we're doing we're, we're doing it this Saturday. Then don't forget we're gonna be back next Wednesday, and then we have special Good Friday service here in the building on the fifteenth, and then Easter Sunday is the seventeenth. So we are in Easter, man. So this weekend. We are going on an outreach. The whole church wide is going to hit the streets. Tell people where to go. We're going to give them enough time so they know where to go. You know what I'm saying? Because people, are, I'm going to church. Go to some dead church down the road, and then they, they when they want to know where God is, they, they when they got real problems because this is Super Bowl Christianity that everybody goes to church on Easter. You know, it's like let's go to church. So what you want them to go somewhere where they have an experience where God can touch them, and then down the road if they never come back, they're going to know like, hey. We went to that church. That was pretty cool. Let's go to that relevant. We need some help. We need our marriage fixed, kids fixed, life fixed. When people are looking and hurting, they'll know where to go back to. Otherwise, they're going to go somewhere we don't know where. And there ain't, how many of you know this? If you ain't preaching the truth, you ain't preaching Jesus. Come on, somebody. And I'm not picking on a church. You know what I'm saying. Where you want to go to church? Ain't no better church in the world but here. Come on, somebody. Amen. So we just thank you guys for your opportunity to come be with us. And we thank you for taking the opportunity, I should say, for you to come be with us and help us reach our outreach goals. Amen, which is reach people because we love them. Amen. Praise God. I love you guys. I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.